You are listening to Mindfully Well with Mel, episode number 22. Hey friends, welcome to Mindfully Well with Mel. I'm your host, Melissa Ike. I'm a registered nurse, certified functional nutritionist, and life coach who empowers busy women to attain the life they love and to feel well inside and out. This podcast dives deep into the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of what it looks like to live mindfully well. So let's get started. Hello, friends. Today, I am going to be talking all about unexpected weight gain. Now, you may be somebody who is trying to lose weight, or maybe you're just not doing anything and you're doing your day in and day out routine, not changing anything, yet the scale seems to be trending up and you don't know why. I'm going to talk about a few things as to why you may be gaining weight and what to do and how to think around the unexpected weight gain. And speaking of weight, I am going to be enrolling into Mindfully Well very soon. You can sign up for the wait list through the show notes and the link is in there. So go ahead and click that and you will get on the wait list and you'll be notified once enrollment begins. There are limited spots for this round of Mindfully Well. And briefly, Mindfully Well is a weight loss program. It is a forever weight loss program that involves the mental, the physical, and the emotional aspects of what it looks like to lose weight and to keep it off forever. And that enrollment will begin in a few short weeks, but you can sign up for the wait list now so you can be one of the first to be notified that it's time to get rolling on your goals. Okay, let's get started on today's episode. So I actually came to this topic because I asked on Instagram, what are your questions around weight loss? And one of the questions I got was, um, I'm having unexpected weight gain and I've started exercising and I don't know why. And I thought this is a fantastic topic to really bring to the podcast because I know that most of you have seen unexpected weight gain. Most of you have stepped on the scale and thought WTF, I think I'm doing everything right and the scale is not rewarding me. The scale is not giving me the number I think that it should and I'm feeling very frustrated with it, right? And we often do this with that darn scale. And what I want to remind you is that the scale is not going to reward you for every great thing you do for yourself and for your body. So stop looking at the scale as a positive reinforcement or a negative reinforcement. The scale is just there to give you data. The scale is just there to tell you what is your gravitational pull towards the center of the earth. That's it. It has nothing to do with the great actions that you have been taking. It has nothing to do with what a wonderful human you are. And it's just a number. And we take that number so personal. 
we step on the scale and we make it mean that we were a good person or we are a bad person. We make it mean that we are worthy or unworthy and none of that is true. So what I want you to especially take from today's episode is that, yeah, the scale can give you some data and it's okay to use that data sometimes, but it's not the only way to measure your progress. You want to have more than one way, definitely, when you are um, going about a weight loss journey. And to look at that number on the scale and to be completely neutral about it. Now, when I say that, you likely are not neutral about that number on the scale and you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be neutral about the number on the scale. But I want you to start getting into a different mindset around that number because If you continue to find your worth in that number, or if you're being good, or if you're being bad in that number, you're always going to be either disappointed or elated. You're never going to have a neutral relationship with the scale. I like to use the example of when you go into the doctor and you have your blood drawn for your yearly checkup and they give you all your numbers, likely they're going to do a CBC and you're going to see a bunch of, you're going to see like white blood cell counts and red blood cell counts and your hemoglobin and your hematocrit and all those on there. You don't look at that. You don't look at your white blood cell count and get offended. You don't look at that and think, gasp, I'm such an awful person, right? You just look at it and you're like, oh, that's an interesting number. Okay. On to the next thing, right? That's what you need to do with the scale number two. That's how neutral you need to be about the number on the scale, because the scale is not going to reward you for every great thing you do for yourself and for your body. The scale is just going to be there to report the news of your gravitational pull towards the center of the earth. And if you always use the scale as a way to decide if you're being good or if you're being bad, you're either going to be on one end of the spectrum or the other. And when you're on one end, like let's say you wake up and you lost a few pounds and you're elated and you feel really good. When you wake up and you don't lose weight or you gain weight, you're going to be on the other side. And that is going to be even worse because you've allowed the good to feel so good about the number on the scale and not about how you actually feel and not about your actual actions. And then when you feel that good, you're like way over there on the other end of the spectrum. You go way over the, on the other side to the other side of the spectrum. And now it's going to feel super shitty and you're going to feel really bad all because the number didn't give you what you needed, but that number will never always give you what you need. That number will just give you a number. It'll just tell you the facts. It'll just tell you data. You have to look inside yourself and know that you are doing the right things for your body. You are doing the right things for your life and for yourself and for your family. The scale isn't going to tell you that. It's just going to spit out a stupid number. Okay, so you need to understand that your actions and trusting yourself with your actions and trusting that you're doing the right thing is where you get your reinforcement from. So going a little more specifically into this question, her question was around exercise. So she's gaining weight with exercise. So I'm going to move a little bit from the mental, emotional stuff with the scale, and I'm going to actually move over into some physical stuff and why the the scale may be reflecting a higher number with exercise. So first of all, you want to ask yourself, how are you feeling during your workouts and after your workouts? This could be a really good indicator on that maybe these workouts aren't 
working for you right now. And some of this has to do with cortisol. And so if you are somebody that's walking around with unmanaged stress, your day in and your day out, feel heavy, you feel like you're always in a stress response, and then you're going in and you're doing a really hard workout, or maybe like a hit style workout, or you're doing lots of running, um, anything like that, those workouts are putting your body under more stress. Now, to be clear, all workouts are stress on your body. That's the point, right? We work out to put stress on our body on purpose so our body becomes stronger and better. But if your stress is going unmanaged and you're working out really hard and your workouts afterwards or during don't feel good, so that means you're either tanking during your workouts Um, you just get really tired, Uh, you have to go down in weight, you're not able to continue to grow and get better, or after your workout, you are just exhausted. You rely on coffee to get through the rest of the day or any sort of caffeine. Um, You feel tired within an hour or two after working out, like you might get a little boost right away when you're working out because you're getting those endorphins, but once those endorphins are gone within an hour or two, you're very tired, that's a good sign that your workouts are not working for you in a way that they should be right now. And if something isn't working right now, so if you're noticing that you're working out and you're very tired afterwards or during, or you're noticing that you're feeling really inflamed or waterlogged, so if you're noticing you're you're bloated and your pants don't fit, and it's just like you're holding on to a bunch of water, this is all signs of inflammation. And workouts will produce some inflammation, but your body should be able to reduce that inflammation while it heals and while it recovers. It should be like an ebb and flow of inflammation. It should never be the amount of inflammation that makes you go, what is going on with my body? right? That's too much inflammation. And so your body's not recovering from these workouts. And if something isn't working, we need to find a different way to go about your workouts. So if you are doing HIIT style workouts, um, if you're doing really, really heavy weights, I generally, for all my clients, encourage you to do strength training. Um, but strength training can look different for different people. Sometimes people will do hit with weights and then they call it strength training, but that's more of a hit style workout. I'm talking about like just lifting weights, just getting yourself to fatigue during your workout and then still feeling good afterwards, still having energy afterwards. That might be a type of workout that you switch to. So just strict strength training and not anything with added cardio. Because if you're highly stressed and you're putting your body under more stress with these workouts, then that just might be too much, right? That just might be that your body isn't in a place where it can recover very well. And so you want to take your workouts down for a time, allow your body to be able to rest and restore and make sure that you're really focusing on whole nutritious foods and also feeding your body enough foods. Um, You want to make sure that I know that when we start to gain weight, we start to be like, oh my gosh, what else do I need to do? Like, I feel like I'm already eating less. I feel like I'm already moving more. Like, what more can I do? And what I want to offer you is that it doesn't always look like pushing harder. When you already feel like you're pushing and you're tanked, 
and you're gaining weight, now you need to come up with a different approach because pushing harder at that point is just going to get you deeper into that hole. And when you get deeper into that hole, it's harder to get out. And if you already have these symptoms of weight gain with workouts, then we might know that something is going on with your body and it might be some cortisol and some inflammation going on from your workouts and you're just not recovering from them. Your body's just not in a place where it's ready to take on those kind of workouts. And that's not to mean that you need to sit there and beat yourself up about it or think that you'll never be able to do those kind of workouts again. It's just that we need to allow our body time to rest and recover. And maybe right now isn't the best time. There are some reasons why you actually would gain weight from working out. The first reason is because when you work out, you break down your muscles and they get little micro tears in them. And when you get those micro tears, your body goes in and wants to repair it right away. And that's great. That's what we want it to do. But in order for it to repair it, it needs to bring in resources. And that looks like extra glycogen, AKA carbohydrates. And it looks like water and carbohydrates also bring in water too. So keep that in mind. So it's going to bring in those macronutrients and the water into your muscle. And that is going to make the scale go up. So if you've had a really hard workout, it's normal to step on the scale the next day or two days after, and the scale goes up. That's a completely normal thing because your muscles are inflamed and your body's trying to go in and repair it. And it does that with things that just happen to weigh more, which is carbohydrates and water. Now that doesn't mean that you've actually accumulated any body fat. It just means you're holding on to water and we don't really need to make that mean anything about us and our progress because I know that you probably don't really care about water weight, right? And so we need to take that off of that scale number in our mind. We need to remember that the scale is going to fluctuate and remember that A fluctuating scale means that it also goes up in addition to down, but it's normal to have that ebb and flow, especially with really hard workouts. Now, if that inflammation never seems to go away and it always seems to stay there, then, you know, go back to what I was saying before that this plan isn't working for you. We need a different plan. Another reason why this number may go up is because if you are going really hard in your workouts, and like I said before, if you're going really hard, you have these endorphins afterwards, you feel really good for a short time, and then you feel really bad, right? Or let's say you are recovering from your workouts, but you just are more tired later on in the day because you're pushing so hard, you are going to be moving your body less throughout the day. And that's your, your neat, right? Your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, just how much you're moving your body day in and day out. So let's say this morning I did a super hard workout, right? Let's say I lifted super heavy weights and then I did a 20 minute hit and I went all in and after, and it was a two hour workout. And afterwards I felt good for about a half hour. And then I just felt really fatigued. I felt tired. I felt like I just couldn't get enough food in for the day. I'm always hungry. And just even getting up and like going for a walk or stepping up from my desk, it just felt like a lot to ask for myself. And so then what I end up doing is sitting at my desk most of the day because I'm so tired from my workout in the morning. And 
this will happen when your workouts are really hard because you just have less energy expenditure to like start moving your body around the rest of the day. And you would be surprised how many like calories it takes to just move your body around to take care of yourself day in and day out, to do housework, to clean, um, to go for a walk to and fro from stores when you park your car, things like that. And you find that because your workout was so hard, you just sit for the rest of the day and you don't end up using very much NEAT. And that can happen too. You just end up being less active because you're so tired from your workout earlier on in the day. So looking at, have you been cutting out your general movement about your life the rest of the day after your workout because you're working out? You think that I'll make up for it during a really hard workout and then you end up not moving the rest of the day? That could be happening too. And for me personally, and I'm always looking out for my clients' hormone health, and most of the clients that come to me are people who need to work on their hormones. What we usually end up doing is taking out cardio for a short time, and we just end up working on NEAT, so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So that means I'm asking people to track their steps. I'm asking people to go for walks after their meals. Um, I'm asking people to lift weights in a really well-structured strength training way, and that seems to keep metabolism up without tanking it with a really hard workout, and then you're just so freaking tired the rest of the day that you can't do anything, right? So that might be a reason that you're just not moving your body as much as what you were before because you're working out so hard earlier on in the day. So maybe let up on your workout and allow yourself to have more energy to get you through the rest of the day, to be able to go for walks, to be able to do the things around the house that you would normally be doing. The other thing is that we often think because we're working out that we should be able to eat more. Now, sometimes this is true, but most of the time, it's not as much as you think it should be, right? We don't actually burn that much calories when we work out. It's a wonderful asset to have, but the reason we're working out is not so we can eat our calories and not so we can eat those macros. The reason we're working out is to have a healthier body and to have a healthier mind and to put muscle on our body to be able to facilitate that metabolism. That's why we're working out. We're not working out so that we can eat. We already have that gifted to us. We don't need to earn our food. Let me say that again. You do not need to earn your food through workouts. So please stop tracking your workouts to see how many calories you burn so you can eat that later. Don't do that. That's like a, a, a reward system that at some point it's going to bite you in the butt and you're going to think like, I don't deserve to have this thing because I didn't work out or I didn't, I can't eat this because I didn't go for my walk, like things like that. That just gets you into a perpetuating um, food relationship that you just don't want to be in. So are you overeating because you worked out? And that could be happening too. The other thing I want to say about like burning calories, like if you were an Apple watch or heart rate monitor or something like that, it's going to spew out a number based on your heart rate during that workout, which if you want to use that to see like how hard you pushed yourself or to um, watch your progress, I think that that's fine. But if you're doing it because you want to eat a certain amount of food, 
then that's not fine. And also the number it spews out to you is just it's just a computer like taking numbers and spewing out a number, right? It does not know you on a cellular level. It just knows you as a woman with this height and this weight and this is your age and this was your heart rate and it takes that, it does the math and it spews it out for you. It does not know what's going on with your metabolism. It does not know if you're postmenopausal. It does not know if you are pregnant and breastfeeding or postpartum. It does not know where you are in your menstrual cycle. It does not know you on a deep level. So please do not take those calories burned as anything of merit. It's just data, just like that darn number on the scale. It's just data. Just use it as that. So don't go in and think, oh, because I worked out today, I can have an extra helping of food, or I can have this, or I can have that. Eating your calorie workouts or your workout calories is just not beneficial, and that could be skewing some of your results because we want to work out to just have a really good, healthy body, not so we can necessarily eat more food. And the last thing I want to touch on here is to ask yourself, instead of using the scale as a way to determine your progress, ask yourself, how do you actually feel? That's how you determine your progress. Don't just use the number on the scale to tell you if you're doing it right or if you're doing it wrong. You should always ask yourself before you step on the scale, how do I feel today? And I want you to really get into that feeling before you step on the scale. And I want you to anchor yourself in that feeling before you step on that scale because that scale is going to spew out a number And I want you to be very certain about how you feel before the scale tells you a number. And when you do that, you're neutralizing that number on the scale. Because let's say you wake up in the morning and you're like, gosh, I feel pretty darn good. I feel like I'm making changes. I feel a little bit leaner. I know that my clothes fit really well yesterday. And I know that the jeans that I wore actually felt better than they have in a long time. Now you are anchored in how you truly feel. And now you can step on the scale and it might say that you gained one or two pounds. And now you step off the scale and you don't make that one or two pounds, make it mean that you're not making progress because clearly you are making progress. If your body size is actually changing, which that's probably what you want if you're weighing yourself and thinking about how your clothes are fitting, then you know you're doing the right things. Your body size is changing because your clothes fit differently, because of how you feel. And nobody knows your body like you do. The scale does not know your body. You know your body. You know how your body feels when it feels good, and you know how your body feels when it doesn't feel good. So stop letting that scale change your mind. Know how you feel before you step on it, and that's your data to go off of. That's what you use to keep going or to say, hey, this isn't working. I need a new plan, and that's okay. If you need a new plan, that's okay. I think we should always be evolving our plans. Sometimes we're pushing really hard, and sometimes we're not. It's an ebb and flow of pushing and leaning back, and then pushing and then leaning back. And that is progress. That is the journey. 
The other thing I want to remind you is that I'm always asking my clients to keep data. Now, I've been talking a lot about the scale and data, but now I want you to also be keeping track of other data, right? What are you eating? If we don't know what you're eating day in and day out or how much, I'm not asking you to track every single little thing, but if you have no idea what you're eating, when you're eating it, how much you're eating, then how are we going to know what to change? So you have to have data. And I love food journaling for this because it's not tracking every little morsel of food, but it's also telling you, oh gosh, I kind of forgot that like three days ago, I had three pieces of pizza and a piece of cake at my nephew's birthday. And maybe that's why I gained a few pounds last week. Like, That's really good information. That's wonderful data to use. And now we don't have to make it mean that the plan's not working. We just make it mean that, hey, you had this for dinner. And guess what those foods hold on to? They hold on to a lot of water because they're full of carbohydrates and carbohydrates hold on to water. That doesn't mean carbohydrates are bad. That doesn't mean that pizza and cake is bad, but that does mean that the scale is probably going to go up and that would make sense. And we don't need to change the plan because outside of that, you are making really good progress, right? So make sure that you have data that you can look back on and know, is the plan really not working or am I doing most things really well? Or do I need a different plan, right? Your data is going to give you really, really good insight. And speaking of data, I'm going to be talking about this in next week's episode, because I want to talk about more about weight gain and plateaus and more of the emotional and mental aspects of what happens when we have unexpected weight gain. What happens when we think we're doing everything right and it's just not working, right? Because that happens a lot where you put in the work and you're just not seeing what you think you should be seeing. So next week, I want to talk more about data, more about the right kind of data to use and how to really make an amazing plan for yourself. Okay, guys, I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindfully Well with Mel. If you're ready to take practical steps to live a more mindful and healthy life, I encourage you to follow along on Instagram. You can find me at Melissa underscore Ike, where I share tips to help women just like you become healthier, lose unwanted weight, and feel well without the extremes and overwhelm. If this episode resonated with you, please leave a review on iTunes, which helps me to continue to create content you love. Finally, please note that the material in this episode is for educational purposes only and is not intended as a replacement for medical advice. Thanks for listening.